watch movie based on video games. Think to yourself, this is kind of strange. Mario is British, Luigi's Latino, Cuba's played by a goddamn weirdo. Well, that's video games and movie. Video games and movie. Video games and movie. Hello everybody, welcome to another edition of Video Games, the movie podcast, the podcast where we normally talk about movies based on or related to video games. Today's going to be a bit different, however, we didn't watch a movie this time. Instead, we're going to be discussing, oh, I should introduce him first, my co-host James Milholland and I, um, we will be discussing movies that never got made, that should have been made, or may be made in the future, what we would like to see. You know, these movies that you kind of ask yourself, you know, why in the world is there a Mortal Kombat and a Double Dragon movie and a Super Mario Brothers movie, but there isn't a blank? And I, I just thought we'd go over that a little bit. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, it should be. So the the biggest one in my head and the one that's been the most trolled on the internet, I think, and it should be obvious to you already, James, and probably your number one pick would be The Legend of Zelda. Yes, that's the first one that came to my mind, too. Right. And it doesn't seem like it'd be too overly hard a premise to do. You just get a good-looking kid, you know, uh, your Orlando Bloom type, you know, give him some ears and some blonde hair and have him wake up somewhere because every, you know, every Zelda, he's got to wake up somewhere practically. And then, uh, have him go through the game essentially, you know, write some story, but have it be, you know, him, you know, uh, with his initial quest, obviously of saving the princess and, uh, gaining, you know, different artifacts and stuff throughout the film. And then at the end culminating in a battle with Ganon, you know, uh, it just, it just seems like a no-brainer to me. It just seems like something that Nintendo could put out there, and even if it was horrific like the Super Brother or the Super Mario Brothers movie was, rather, um, this is something that would just print money for them. You know, it's kind of like everyone was asking Nintendo recently, like, how come you're not making these uh, phone games, you know, games on the phone, and then, of course, Pokemon Go came out, which they technically didn't have anything to do with, but they uh, owned Pokemon enough to where they did get money off that, and that kind of opened their eyes, and, of course, now they're making the uh, the Mario game, uh, the Endless Runner, I forget what they call it, for Mario, and already the estimation of sales on that is through the roof. Their stock has jumped way up. And people have been saying this shit since the advent of smartphones and Nintendo's just finally listening. Well, listen to me. I know you're not listening, Nintendo, but um, everyone wants a Zelda movie. This is just a no-brainer. So, um, well, let me, uh, let me let me let's uh, let's go back for a second. Let no me problem. ask you this question. Okay. Um, do you think it should be a live-action movie, a CG movie, or like a comic cartoon movie? Ooh, there's the rub, right? Um, yeah, you know, yeah, because they did live-action with Super Mario Brothers, and we saw how that went. Um, could it have been done well? I, maybe, you know. It. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's tough. Now with Zelda, I really feel like you know Link could be portrayed, as I said, by just a, a good-looking kid, you know, uh, with some elf ears on, and, you know, there d doesn't have to be tremendous amounts of dialogue. I mean, this could be an hour-and-a-half-long hour film uh, just with him, you know, progressing through different 
areas or something, maybe meeting some companions on the way, even though that's not really in Zelda games per se. It is a little bit here and there. You know, you've got your... Uh, they, they probably have to. You probably have to put someone You would there. have to have somebody, I think. The only mm-hmm. the only one, and we'll get to it in a minute, that uh, I think could be just a, like, a solo film just would be uh, the Metroid, but we'll get into that in a minute. Um, honestly, mm-hmm. you, you do bring up a good point though. Um, it probably would benefit from being animated. Although rather than being, um, classically animated, you know, through drawings or to make, to look that way anyway, uh, maybe, maybe something more like Disney Pixar, I think would be really yeah. I was gonna say the exact thing like Pixar. Man, that's the company for yeah. you know the, everything they touch is just gold. So that that'd be the one I'd want. You know, I heading would up this. Be in line day one for that. You know, with just the barest of trailers, they could just show like uh, you know you've been waiting for it in theaters 2018, and just show like Link looking up at a sunset or something, and or climbing up on a pona or something, and then just or just that, a Triforce, just anything at this point. <laughs> yeah, I'd yeah. be like, hey, yeah, I'm there. Uh, I mean, if it was live acted and it was you know horrifically done, I honestly I'd still be going to the theater to watch that thing. I mean, that's you know that's just we're Zelda fans. Most of the world, most people our age. Are Zelda fans. I mean, they have to know this. Why aren't they capitalizing on it? It's mind-boggling. Uh, but since since I did kind of halfway bring it up, another one I would say would make a great film would be Metroid. Now, this one I would do live action, James, and I would. Oh, do you it. would? Okay. I would do it. Gosh, there's there's a film by with uh, Robert Redford um, that's relatively recent. You know where he. He's on a boat and out in the middle of the ocean and throughout the entirety of the film, there's very little, if any, dialogue because he never meets anyone else. It's it's just him Ooh. being on this boat in the ocean and at the beginning of the movie, he gets um, hit in his hull like a piece of uh, a freighter is floating in the ocean and while he's asleep, his boat hits it, tears a big hole in the side of his hull and then he has to try and repair it and then a storm comes and kind of puts his repairs to shit and it just escalates it gets worse and worse for this poor guy out in the middle of nowhere and the feeling of isolation that you get watching this film with no dialogue and what's incredible is he he manages to pull it off because there's no dialogue and you're just feeling like so worried for this poor guy you know and that's the same feeling i got when playing metroid or at least super metroid um it's the same kind of thing you know there's there's no one else there but samus and she's yeah. going through and trying to, you know, learn about these things through later on text and stuff. But in the first two games, there was nothing and the, the music was minimalistic. I would like a movie like that where it was just her trying to survive on some faraway planet, uh, ultimately meeting up with the Metroids themselves and Mother Brain and kind of discovering this through trial and error. Um, you know, I it could be done, I think. And if it was done well, it would be amazing. Now, who to get to pull this off? I I don't know. Who who would you cast as Samus Aran? I, I couldn't even... Yeah, right. I'd, I'd have to like, yeah, meditate my mind, on this one for a while. My mind goes to a 30-year-old Sigourney Weaver, but unfortunately we haven't had that for 30 years. So yeah. they would have to do <laughs> some uh, some serious stuff. Not that she looks bad, because... 
my God, does she look yeah. good for an old older woman? I mean, she's nearly my mother's age, and she still looks incredible, but not enough to where she could play Samus. But her as um, Ripley in uh, the original Aliens, oh, that's Samus, you know. That but you would need someone that was like that, that was beautiful but tough, you know, and beautiful in a different kind of way, not like classically beautiful or whatever. But yeah. Um, and yeah, that would have been perfect. But as I said, unfortunately, I can't think of anyone in the current generation of actors that would pull it off. If they did make this movie, they'd probably like try and grab up a Megan Fox or something like that. And I no, just that would kill it for me instantly. Like maybe a Scarlett Johansson could pull this off. I was just going to say Black Widow. I could probably yeah. see uh, her pulling that up. You got to make her blonde. I mean, and then, uh, Honestly, when, when they cast her as the Black Widow, and I read that initially, I was like, oh, great, here we go. Because I had no respect for her as an actress at that point. Uh-huh. And then I actually saw her do her thing, and I was like, you know what? G- good on you. She's actually pretty good. And this, I, I hadn't watched somehow uh, that film she had done with Bill Murray uh, yet. I watched that. After. Lost in Translation? Yeah. yeah, it was a good movie. I hadn't seen that. Uh, until after I saw the Avengers, and yeah, she was tremendous in that. Had I seen that, maybe I'd have gave her a little more credit. But uh, all I she's know. also in a movie called uh, Scoop with uh, Woody Woody Allen, which is really good. If oh, you yeah. ever uh, on Netflix, yeah, really good movie. Woody Allen at his best, you know, he's he's in the movie and he's at just you know he's best. hilarious. Yeah, uh-huh. he progressively got worse to me as the years went. It was just it, for me, it was like. I can't even think of any of his classic movies off the top of my head right now. But um, all, all of the stuff, of Jake Scorpion, a lot of good ones. All of the early um, stuff, the stuff when he was with Mia and the stuff with Mia. And then as he got older and like he kept insisting to be in the films, it seemed like. Uh, yeah. And you're like, okay, it's kind of cool, but he he's either amazing or he's terrible. And lately, on the, the later films in which I was like, all right, I'll watch a, a new Woody Allen movie. I was like, no, just, and I turned it off. Well, Scoop's, Scoop's good because he's, he's the supporting character. So he's not driving the show. He yeah. only comes in when, you know, me to laugh. So okay. that's why I say at his best, you know, if he was like the star, yeah, it'd probably be a little rough, but Scarlett Johansson's the main character. He okay. just kind of adds in with her. So it shows him in, in his best. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, good movie though. Check that out. So, do you have a film off the top of your head that you'd like to see? You know, off the top of my head, and I've always said this, and we've already actually talked about this, but I want like a pure Resident Evil movie, one that Bravo team goes in, we see a, you know, they're done. Alpha team lands, and we watch like Resident Evil one, frame for frame, um, as a movie. That's I've oh, I, I I bought the book. Uh, you, ever, you ever read the book by chance? Uh, Resident Evil One S by S D Perry. It it's it's the video game. It's perfect. And I'm like, why didn't they make this into the movie? It'd have been perfect. Yeah. But that that's the one I've always said yeah. that I've wanted. I'm definitely guilty. And they teased us with it a few years ago. They teased us with the Resident Evil like Zero movie where it's going to go back to basics, back to the mansion, mm-hmm. and they're going to have Jill and Chris. But it never materialized. So yeah, I, I still wait. I still need to look up um, 
that foreign film that was listed that I found that one day that was Resident yeah. Evil, and it appeared to be kind of like you're talking about. I'm going to have to find that. We're going to have to do that for the show. And if I do manage to find one that's subtitled, because as I said, I think it's a French film or something. If I do find it, I'll send you a link, and uh, we'll, we'll definitely do that soon, sooner than later, because I'd like to watch that as well. Um, another one that comes to mind for me is, uh, and they have made... Again, much like they've made Resident Evil films, but they never really made a Resident Evil film. They've made Final Fantasy movies, but they haven't made the ones I wanted to see. I want to see Final Fantasy 2 and 3, and or, if you want to call them, 4 and 6, as just full feature-length films. You know, kind of like they did with... Uh, with Final Fantasy VII, and, and I do, I do love what they did there. Uh, and gosh, is it called Advent Children? Is yeah, Advent Children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah. I love what they did there. Although they did kind of turn um, Cloud into more of an emo pansy than I really wanted. Uh, they, they, they did a pretty good job. I mean, the animation was good and everything like that. I, I would like them to do that, but feature length for uh, Final Fantasy two and six, like. And maybe maybe even go a little more in depth on uh, certain characters and stuff, flesh them out a little more, or or even a show. Man, a show about Final Fantasy two would be incredible. Um, yeah, I would really. I hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree. Yeah. Or even Final Fantasy like two or slash four, the after years, like just have all those same characters, mm -hmm. and then you're not like you know constrained to the actual storyline of the video game. You can you can do your own thing, but at least we're in that world. Those characters. Maybe introduce like the the Cecil's son. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Theodore or something like that. Oh, and then yeah. it could be it could be his story, but tell tell a new story, not the one from the after years. Tell something else, but just you know, have him run into Cecil and Edge and Kane and all those guys. Same mm -hmm. thing with you know Final Fantasy three. You could if they don't want to tell that exact story, you know, take it from a different perspective or different character that was like, exist in that world. Yeah. Um, kind of like what they're doing with Star Wars right now. They're yeah. kind of, you know, yeah, same, yeah, yeah. same story's gone on, but they're going from a different, you know, perspective with this new Rogue One. Hope I didn't just date the show, but nah, it be okay. It's all good. <laughs> this will be coming out pretty quick, actually. This will be filling okay, in that space in between this. And uh, I, I have got yeah. with Bjorn. Uh, he wants, well, well, we'll talk about that later. But um, yeah. Uh, another one that. I personally, I don't, I don't know if you've played it. It's kind of a rare title. It, it's my all-time favorite game, and I would love to see not just a movie, but a series of movies based off of Snatcher. Um, the reason that's probably never going to happen, at least not here in the states. Well, one, Hideo Kojima has all but abandoned Snatcher as far as an IP goes. He almost doesn't acknowledge it exists. Um, he did re-up his, uh, he paid whatever it was to be able to keep the name and stuff here a few years back, which made a lot of us like hopefuls think maybe he was going to come out with something for uh, the 3DS, you know, like re-release it on that, which it would be perfect for that. Uh, but, you know, he hasn't done it, and I don't think he has any plans to um, or release police knots. Oh, my God, I want to... Anyway, um, but uh, have, you, have you played it, James? Have you played Snatcher? No, I have not played Snatcher. Oh, man, that is one. I couldn't recommend it more. The interface is a little... A little dated, obviously. Uh, it, this came out on the Sega CD in like 91, 92, something like that. Um, but it's your standard, I don't know, Shadowgate, Deja Vu type of point-and-click adventure, you know? Okay, yeah. Except it's got fully um, 
animated and uh, a lot of the dialogue is spoken. There's like an hour and a half worth of dialogue on it and it's all done very, very well. And it takes what Kojima has done and he's famous for it. And I got into it on the snatcher episode of, uh, is it worth it podcast? But, um, he, he's a big thief of American IPs. He takes things that, um, are popular here and he turns it into a video game in Japan. And then ultimately it comes over here and he has to like change it just a little bit more to try and mask it. But it's blatantly obvious. I mean, Solid Snake is very obviously the Kurt Russell character from Escape from L.A. and New York. I mean, they're Mm -hmm. the exact same fucking thing. Um, In Snatcher, he took uh, the the movie Blade Runner, which I I assume you have watched. If you haven't, go watch it right now. Yes, Yes, of course. He he takes Decker and turned the the main character, Gillian Seed in Snatcher, is Decker. He's, He's this guy in a long brown trench coat, and it's set in the future... And guess what's happening in this game? You've got these snatchers, replicants, Mm -hmm. excuse me, that are taking over bodies of other people because they can't be, you know, they're, it's the exact same plot. They, they, they're machines that are acting as though they're humans and you can't Mm. tell just by looking, but unlike the replicants of uh, Blade Runner where they're actually built with like organic material and as such they're very very hard to detect the snatchers are built with this big metal frame right this metal frame that looks exactly like a terminator (laughs) like (laughs) big fucking exactly um so he smashed together terminator and blade runner and he made a new property and he also created a whole new character who plays this bounty hunter he's my favorite character most favorite character um, in the game, most people's favorite character, rather, whose name is Random Hygiel, and he's this bounty hunter that looks exactly and dresses exactly like Sting's character from the movie Dune. I mean, they're wearing the exact same outfit, they have the exact same haircut. Uh, if you saw Random Hygiel, you would just think, oh, that's Sting from Dune, but no, it's completely different. Mm. This is something that Hideo Kojima, like, he, and not just him, like, I don't want to just, like, point him out because obviously like we talked about on the Contra episode uh, the two characters were sliced alone in Arnold Schwarzenegger very obviously and um, they, they do this a lot in Japan uh, they're much more lazy with the uh, especially when it comes to like the American IPs they could care less they'll just pluck right right from it all the time like even down to like the imagery on the first uh, Metal Gear game for the NES, if you look at it, it's literally the shot of Kyle Reese from the movie Terminator. It, it's a shot directly stolen from the movie. You can look this up on the internet. It's exactly the same thing, except they just used a, like an imager or something to cartoonize it. But that's actually hmm. pulled from the movie Terminator. Yeah, so they, they, this is something they did a lot, um, which... It's kind of unfortunate, but it did bring us Snatcher, and I would love to see a movie based on it, because the movie, or rather, the game itself, is like playing a movie, but I would like to, instead of having to play the nine hours or so to get through the game, I mean, it's a it's a short game, but still, um, yeah. just, just to have that movie, just a two-hour experience to see Gillian Seed and, and go through and Junker HQ and do all his stuff. And I'm probably talking to like one person right now that's actually played Snatcher. <laughs> um, I recommend anyone listening to this to, and I don't 
advocate piracy, but this game is wildly expensive. It just keeps climbing in price. It's just kind of getting ridiculous. Um, just there's numerous places. I won't direct you to one specifically, but there's numerous places you can find on the internet to play this game quite easily. I suggest you do so. If, especially if you like the point and click adventures, this is the best of the bunch. Absolutely love it. Um, all right. Yeah. You got another one, James? You know, I'm trying to think, um, when I, I have, I have two that I really wanted at one point now. So not so much when I was in fourth grade, I wanted a shining force movie. Oh yeah. Um, I wanted one so much. I actually wrote a script no that way. was like five pages long. I don't know where it, where it went, but I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to use this it. somewhere. I got to find it, but it was, it was you basically a video that. game. We're reading it on here. <laughs> you got it. I'll get a bunch of people together and we'll read it out. I, don't, I, I think I, it's long gone, but yeah. another movie that I, uh, another game I really wanted to be a movie uh, in the beginning now. So not so much was a uh, metal gear. That'll get solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But God, now now those games are freaking movies themselves. So yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's not not so much anymore. But Solid Snake, that character, you know. But you're right. It it is Snake. um, It is Escape from L.A. Escape from you know New York. Um, Same character, but God, I don't know. Those that was a big one for me. Down to having the same name, I believe they're both named Snake, right? Yeah, Snake Plissken. I think they even have the same last name. Yeah, which is Um, ridiculous. But uh, those are those are two. I'm trying to think of some other ones. Zelda was the big one. You you, you hit it right off the yeah. home run, right off the gate there. Well, I'll, I'll um, name another obvious one for me is uh, Chrono Trigger. Uh, oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah that just lends itself to like this incredible epic of traveling through time and meeting up with these you know just classic classic characters of you know Frog and Magus and and even like Ayla and you know all those guys, but. Oh man, I want to see that so bad. Um, I don't know who could pull off Magus because you need God. I would like for me a young Johnny Depp would be great for Magus. A current Johnny Depp would be good for Frog. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, he, I think I think rough. that game would have been a perfect like Saturday morning cartoon oh, for like man, yeah. a, a, one one or two seasons. Like just tell that whole story, mm-hmm. um, you know, in, in 22 episodes like how, how did street fighter and mortal Kombat get cartoons and something as epic as chrono trigger not i guess it wasn't as popular you know at that time popular yeah it was like yeah. very popular don't get me wrong but yeah amongst a certain group you know um, yes where street RPG. fighter it appealed to you know not only and i don't want to sound pompous or whatever but the people that play rpgs are typically of a higher intelligence. The people that don't typically, and you know, I don't, I don't, again, I don't want to say that that's true of everyone. I've known some stupid ass people that loved RPGs and I've known some wildly intelligent people just beyond anything I've ever been, you know, and they can't stand RPGs, you know, but as a general trope, you know, People that generally play RPGs are the upper echelon of intelligence. And games like, I, would, I would agree with you. I would yeah. agree. The, and then games like Street Fighter, they appeal to everyone. You know, you could be uh-huh. 
super smart, you could be super retarded, and, you know, I hate to use that word, but it's a literal term, and, you know, those games will appeal to you. They are fun. You can play Street Fighter mashing your head against the controller, and your character is going to do something, you know, and every now and then you're going to do a flash kick or throw a fireball or something, just not even trying, and you're oh my god, did you see what I did? An RPG, <laughs> you can't do that with, so... Whereas it was popular, I will, you know, it was only popular amongst maybe 20% of the populace. I will say, I think Final Fantasy VII started to bridge the gap between, yeah, like, your did. RPG player and your... And I think if Chrono Trigger may have come out after Final Fantasy VII, it would have attracted more of the general population in video games. And it may have actually spawned a cartoon if, if that would have happened in that order. Yeah. But unfortunately, it did not. So we're left just hoping and wishing and wondering what we, could have been or just another game at this point i mean my god how long has it been it, we had the radical dreamers and we had chrono cross but neither one of those really even came close to the masterpiece that is chrono trigger it's just incredible yeah. um but yeah it'd make a great film another one for me is uh is lunar uh, I really feel like that could be made into, again, a cartoon or a movie, just telling the original Lunar story, um, spoiling, you know, and I hate to even say spoiling, because if, if you haven't played Lunar at this point, you're probably not going to. It's one of the best regarded RPGs of its era. You've played it, right? Yeah, I've played it uh, a few times. I actually have it on my phone right now, too, so oh, I've yeah, played it real right. recently. I, I did it in... In Hawaii, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, the, you know, when I first played the game, it was, and it's going to seem silly, but my jaw dropped when I found out that Null was the last dragon. I was like, oh, shit, you know, yep. and I just freaked <laughs> the F out. And if you were to put that in movie form, sure, a lot of your audience, you know, i.e. the people that have actually played Lunar would already know that spoiler. But then there, you'd get a whole new crowd that mm -hmm. doesn't know Lunar for anything, but that like movies of this, you know, ilk, you know. And this one, I think, would have to be uh, Japanime style. It would have to be. Um, yeah, and, and just an hour and a half long, two hour long movie about Lunar and then have that in it where, you know, Alex becomes a dragon master and then you think all hope is lost and all the dragons have been defeated and wait a minute. No, it turns out all along this stupid flying cat was one of the, one of the dragons and the son of, uh, of Quark and yeah. Wow, that'd be cool. And then to find out, you know, also, again, spoiling it, but whatever, uh, that your love interest early on in the movie is the goddess Althena. You know, that's, wow. That also was a jaw-dropping moment for me. And then the whole last part of the game where, yeah, I, I can't remember if they do it on the PlayStation version or not, but in the Sega CD, in the original version, you have to climb this, uh, like, stairwell, and um, every step that you take... Uh, Althena, because she's under the power of Galleon, keeps like shooting lightning down at you, and Alex, uh, you know, refuses to go down, and you can keep stepping until you can die. Or, you know, and the first time I played it, I did, and I was like, well, that sucked as an ending, you know. But uh, mm -hmm. if you play his uh, ocarina or loot, depending on which version you're playing, it'll remind her of her life on Earth with Alex. She kind of comes to, and then you're able to. To win the day out and that that was a really epic ending too it seems like they just don't do that with rpgs anymore now everything is just so cut and dry and just 
every RPG I've played from the last decade or so has felt like the RPG I played before it almost, you know, getting kind of meh. Nothing stands out. Anyway. Yeah. It's getting harder and harder to play RPGs as we, you know, grow up and get more and more responsibilities, unfortunately. That too. uh, And, And they... They just have the need to pack these things with so much. It's mm-hmm. just like if you if you don't boast that it's a hundred hour game now, it's like oh well, I'm I'm not paying money for that because you know I'll be done with it in ten hours. What happened to a good yeah. ten twenty hour RPG? You know those are fine. You know? Yeah, yeah, especially for us. Oh god, yeah, well, for old um, I haven't really dabbled in Steam too much to see what kind of like homebrews have been made. I'm sure there's a bunch out there. We should probably look into that one day and yeah, if, report on what we find. If I get injured or something, that'd be <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's about it. I, I would just some honorable mentions. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing like a Grand Theft Auto movie. I think that mm-hmm. could be interesting. Uh, I would personally, I would like to see a Final Fight movie. I think that would be kind of cool. I don't oh know. yeah, Ooh. I think yeah. I think the way to film that would be like, kind of like the Warriors, where uh, mm-hmm. maybe you centralize on one of the three initial characters, Guy Cody Hagar, and um, they're trying to get to wherever it is, and the city is overrun by the Metro City Gang, and all the cops are out of the picture. And uh, these three guys, they're like, well, we have to make it to Jessica. And they're fighting their way through the streets. And they each take a different route um, to try and make it. And maybe throughout the movie, they kind of meet up here or there and get, have, have to get separated for one reason or another again. And then all three end up at the, you know, the final layer to save Jessica. And like one big final brawl. I, th- I think that could be a pretty epic movie. Uh, provided you kept it dialogue completely minimal and just fight scene every 10 seconds, you know, just fighting, 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 you know, just, mm-hmm. that would be incredible. Um, other than that, I'm, I'm sure I'm missing some obvious ones, but, uh, I, th- I think we, we did a pretty good job of, uh, you know, filling time. I don't know how much time we've been talking here, but it feels like almost a half hour. Yeah. It feels like about, about what we would normally do for this show. So, uh yeah. One one oh, one last one. I have one last one and it'll actually segue us perfectly into something else. But okay, cool. with all with all the uh team movies coming out, you know, you got the Avengers, Justice League, Suicide Squad, it might and then you you might be kinda of cool to have like a team of super of, of Nintendo characters or a team of people working oh, together. Yeah. Um they did kind of do that. Have you ever seen there's a YouTube video, um they kind of took the Avengers movie and inputted uh, Nintendo characters into it. Have you ever seen that by chance? I not, no. You need to you need to Google it. I don't know. I'll I'll try and find a link and send it to you. Cool. Um, but it's fantastic. Captain N, uh, way back in the oh, what was it, late '80s, early '90s, they kind of dabbled in that. But yeah, they did. That have might you, be something. Have you gone back to watch that? I have not gone. I tried to buy it on Amazon, and it was like really expensive. So yeah. I'm gonna gonna find like a if i really want like that hard copy somewhere i don't yeah, want you know i'll find it but uh I, I can find it online i'm sure but that is one yeah i want in my collection so i can show my kiddos one day i'm trying to find it now in my collection and it's making me kind of nervous i i don't see it <laughs> but the reason i bring this up and i wanted to segue is probably one of our next movies we're going to be uh reviewing uh let there be brawl oh yeah. where we get it if and right now I want to tell our audience like if you haven't seen Let There Be Brawl, stop what you're doing right now and go watch it. Yeah, it's excellent. Go, 
Go watch it, go watch it, go watch it. Because when we talk about this, we'll try not to spoil anything. We definitely won't spoil the ending, but yeah. it's episodic, and each episode ends with a cliffhanger. And I fear just by talking about it, we're going to spoil a cliffhanger or two. I'm sure so, we will, but we're, we'll, we'll, um, we're giving you the chance right now, listener. Yeah. Right now. Right now. Go watch Let go There watch Be it. Brawl. Let There Be Brawl. Or There Will Be Brawl. It's one of the yeah. other. Yeah, and, yeah, there will be brawl. There will be brawl. Yeah. Uh, like there will be blood. There will be brawl. Right. Um, it's fantastic. We'll do another disclaimer before that show and just say, "Hey, stop. Go watch yeah. it." If you if you haven't seen it yet, just go ahead and watch it. Yeah, it's 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 excellent. Unlike most of the stuff that we cover on this show, that is definitely definitely worth watching. Um, yeah, I, I'm not seeing my damn captain in. I'm gonna have to tear the closet off. <laughs> I've got a DVD stop. box set, but it is terrible. It is so bad. Uh-huh. You go back and watch it. There is some animation in it that just was never finished. And you're oh, really? like, what is what? You'll see like a tree in the background, and you didn't notice as a kid, and no one colored in that damn tree. And so, oh, like, really? yeah, just throughout, and you're like, okay. <laughs> I used to notice that with like the the Ninja Turtles cartoon, like mm-hmm. the voices would switch, or like their their uh their eye patches, their colors would all be different, or or they'd all be the same. They'd be like two red ones. I'm like, yeah. what? The- what is going on? I, That's funny. Probably the 80s. Like yeah. yeah. It was, no quality it was just them trying to get out something that kids would watch, you know, and make them more money. Yeah, the Ninja Turtles, like, that's another one. I love that as a kid, but you can't go back. I mean, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not like the Simpsons or something that held up. It's, it is so bad. Yeah. Um, unfortunately I remember, maybe fortunately, I remember like virtually every episode. Anytime someone's like talking about it in a podcast or something like that, I'm like, Oh, I remember that episode, you know, yeah. like I was listening <laughs> to one recently and I'm sure you remember, um, the episode where Shredder, uh, gets hypnotized into thinking he's Michelangelo and then yes, comically throughout the episode, um, he, he'll, he'll revert back to Shredder, but only if he hears the word Shredder. And like three or four times throughout the episode, even as a kid, I was like, oh, come on, because like he would revert <laughs> back to Michelangelo, you know, and then um, like there'd be like some cheese hanging off of a cheese shredder and he'd be like, oh, uh, man, there's some cheese on this cheese shredder, 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 <laughs> like no way, because never in any other episode of that fucking show was there a cheese shredder where they're just like putting that on their pizza. But whatever, you know, uh, oh, and they're like, oh, uh, I have to destroy these documents, dude. Let me put them in this paper shredder shredder, you know, and you're like, what? Yeah. It was just really goofy. But yeah, I remember virtually every episode of that show. I probably saw every episode 10 times. I would, I didn't care if I'd seen it 10 times as a kid. I'd sit there and watch it again. I just loved it. Um, favorite character, y- Yosagi Ojimbo, no contest. But we're not talking about the Ninja Turtle podcast. We're talking about Video Games the Movie podcast. And yeah, that's yeah. that's about it for me. I don't have any others I sure. really want to discuss on that. We were kind of talking about doing another off-topic. Uh, we I don't know, James, we may record that now. But uh, w- the next off-topic we'll probably do will probably be regarding uh, YouTubers and the YouTubers specifically that do stuff over gaming. And we'll just kind of talk about our favorites, maybe uh, point you out to some of the... Uh, the favorite episodes that we enjoyed of those podcasters or not podcasters, uh, YouTube content makers, I guess you'd call them. Um, yeah. And in fact, Mr. Blaine J even has one or two out there floating around in the ether and maybe do 
somewhere in the future when I get some free time. Anyway, yeah. if you want to contact me, you can find me at Twitter at RetroKel. That's K-H-E-L. You can also email me at Simon Belmont. That's Simon with an E at Outlook.com. Or you can find me at RetroGameCore. That's C-O-R-P-S. And you can find virtually everything having to do with me there as well. Also, James. But James is also at... Ja, good buddy James at gmail.com or on Twitter, jmilholland at twitter.com or whatever. Yeah. And you, you can also find our other show, Is It Worth It podcast. It's part of the uh, RPG or the Retro RPG show. Uh, that, and you can find everything about them at retrorpg.net. We did get a comment on our uh, last show there on the retrorpg.net show, again from Blahmaster uh, James. I forgot to mention, but. Uh, all he wrote is the sun is shining, and I have no, oh. I, I have no idea what that means. So if you're listening All to right. this Blahmaster, or maybe we'll mention it on the next. Is it worth it? I have no idea what that meant, but okay. I even looked it up. I was like, "Illusion of Gaia, the sun is shining." I was like, "Okay, this means nothing," but maybe it's some kind of code that I was supposed to know, and I'm sorry that I didn't. Um, anyway, until maybe next a, maybe a euphemism. Hey, All right. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it retro, and uh, we'll keep watching these crummy movies. Later, guys. See, see you later.